Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Whether it is dance or sport or speech and drama, there is any amount of school activities available for children now. But I want to know, has the fun gone out of them? Because you see it sometimes, there's Star of the Week and there's lots of competitions and there's blitzes and there's medals. Have they all become just too serious? Has the fun gone out of them? Or is it a good thing for them? Does does it help them understand that in life there are winners and there are losers. Um, I am joined on the line now by Jen Hogan, journalist and columnist with the Irish Times. Uh, good afternoon, Jen. Hi, Anne-Marie. How's it going? Oh, good, all good. Um, I want to know, what is your opinion on this? Are after-school activities too serious now? I think some of them are. I mean, it really depends, obviously, on your teacher or your coach. A lot of the time, I think, when we speak about after-school t- activities, sports mm. features a lot. And I think there's maybe a general consensus out there that sport has become incredibly serious for very young children. And maybe the adults in the room are kind of spoiling it a little bit for children where they're all about the winning and less about the having the crack, which is really the reason that most children get involved in an activity. They want to have fun. They want to be with their friends. They want to learn a new skill. And I think, like a lot of things, this idea of always having to achieve something or always yes. having to be the winner, it does spoil it a little bit. Now, I know there's advantage in keeping kids focused and trying to move along and improve. There, I, I, I get that, but I should think the focus it's gone be, too though, far. Yeah, should the focus maybe yeah. just be in school? Because, and I know for, for not for everyone, that, that can be the focus, but should we leave everything that is after school to just be... Fun and like you said, hanging out with your mates. I think whatever I think the whole idea of after school activities is kids kind of find the things that float their boat. So yes. they get to do the things that interest them. And I think when we make it too competitive, we take the crack out of it and the fun out of it. And even but even if you go near school, you you might hear the argument, well, Johnny or Mary doesn't um, excel in school, so this is their chance to do it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, firstly, th- those two don't necessarily compute. It doesn't necessarily mean just because you find school difficult, you're going to find your sport really easy you know some kids just find it all maybe a little bit hard but mm. but it's about I suppose keeping our kids doing things that they love for as long as possible yeah. you know getting them to develop a love of things and hopefully if it's sport they stay as active and as involved for as long as possible or whatever their activity is and if you introduce too much competition into that then the crack goes out of it and it becomes very serious as well and less likely to be the thing that floats their boat yeah but so do you think some of this then is 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 more coming from maybe the parents trying to live oh, their I, lives through yeah. <laughs> absolutely I never got to win me all early yeah. medal I'm going out there Same. I never got me best medal <laughs> yeah that's it I do think it I think for a lot of children's activities um, adults have ruined it I mean without adults we couldn't have them so we have to give absolute you know uh, we have to completely applaud the coaches and the volunteers that get involved in sports and then the dance teachers and the drama teachers yes. and all the people who make it possible for our children to do things and present them with these fantastic opportunities to be part of shows and to be part of, I suppose, competitions if that's what you want and to progress through the different grades and things. But I think when that takes over and progression and competition and all those things become more important than the actual activity itself, we have a problem. Like children yeah. maybe get involved in drama. A lot of that is they want to perform. They want to be on the stage. Maybe they want to be in the background. They want to be part of assembling the stage. There's so many different aspects to it that they might want to be involved in. It's about being creative. In sport, it might be for the camaraderie. It might be to improve your skills. It might be because you want to play for Liverpool one day, whatever your reason is. But it's largely about the fun for children fun 
and being with their friends. And and even we see this kind of streamlining. I've seen it happen. I mean, I've been on many of the sports pitches over my, over the years mm, and my no kids are involved in lots of activities outside the sports pitches. You'll know very well yourself. <laughs> yeah. And you see, you, see, um, you see that streaming happening from such a young age. And it's nearly a pity because it we're is. taking kids away, away from, from their pals. Yes. Yeah, and away uh, from what they love. Separating they them. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe, do you think there's, we should introduce an age where real competition begins? Or would that be a bad thing? I think it's, I suppose because it depends on kids um, and because they'll all mature and come into their own at different times and some kids of course will just always take part in it for the fun and the friendship side of it mm. as opposed to being brilliant. I think we need to be very mindful about keeping them involved for as long as possible. When it comes to sports uh, places like Belgium uh, have things like football even for example they've introduced a minimum age there can be no competition beforehand I know the GAA were very vocal recently yeah. as well about competition in younger sports and it got a bit of a backlash from people did, yeah. um, annoyed and a bit furious with them that competition was being re- ruled out at that younger age but I do think if, we, if we're going with this whole idea for as, as many as possible for as long as possible then we do need to look at competition and the role that it's taken that it takes in sport and realising do you know what the majority of our kids no matter what that activity is whether it's something in the arts or whether it's something in sport mm. hopefully they'll do it and they'll always love it but the majority of them will not go on to be these wonderful elite athletes That's, or Hollywood it, stars it's, it's just it is it out the we, we need it. to treat it what it is an after school yeah. activity okay Jen exactly. uh, stay on the line there um, Mags joins me now Mags is in Cork uh, good afternoon Mags Hi how are you Maureen uh, good Mags do you, do you think that the after school activities now have become too serious um well, I suppose, as I, uh, I think as Jen said there, a lot of it depends on the coach. It depends on the club that the child is with, in my experience. And where my children are involved in, they're involved in quite a lot. Um, <clears throat> my daughter is involved in gymnastics and my son is involved in GA and taekwondo. And mm-hmm. a lot of it comes down to the, the club that you're with. So my my boy was at taekwondo, taekwondo competition there yesterday in, U, uh, in UL. Now, he didn't have to go. It was choice. It was a choice he to wanted, go. Okay. Yeah, and he wanted to go, but I suppose you have to fi- you have to facilitate that as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a huge yeah, it's a huge thing for a parent to if you if you get involved in competitions, it can take over your life actually. Like mm-hmm. they can come and furious every couple of weeks like you're here there and everything in different parts of the country you're, Oh you're listen tell me about it I have never in my life done Irish dancing nobody in my family has done Irish dancing nobody in my husband's family has done Irish dancing but now I am so in Irish dancing and I am at <laughs> feshes I had never known what a fesh looked like when I was at one yesterday so you know I understand that but and, I, and I'm saying this my I would say my daughter's school is I hope they don't, won't take offence to this but it feels like it's very much about fun and not about any serious level right Right now, and I love that, and I fully embrace yeah. the whole Irish dancing thing in my daughter's life because they love it. I'm clueless, yeah. but they seem to love it, and they want to go to fetches, so I facilitate that. But it doesn't feel like it's a very serious thing, and that's the part that I really love and enjoy about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, when it's when it's not serious like that, when you're as you said, when your child comes away happy, you're delighted. That's mm. it, and the time that like you get to spend with that that time with them over that weekend, and they're not on screen. It's everybody, it's, you know, everybody's a win-win. It's it's a win-win. Yeah. Um, Mags, hang on a sec there now, because Eric is on the line. Eric, uh, you're in Limerick. Good afternoon to you. Hi. uh, Hello. Thank you for having me on. And ironically enough, I was also in UL yesterday and I saw that crowd doing the... uh, Taekwondo, but I was there for my sister who was swimming at an ungodly hour or more, or sorry, my daughter who was 
swimming at an ungodly hour of the morning. As swimmers so, do, uh, they all have to get in very early. Yes, exactly. So look, I suppose in my day job, I'm a, t- I'm a secondary school teacher and I'm also in charge of running sport in St. Munchen's College in Limerick, which some of your listeners may be aware it's quite, it, it, it's a college with uh, a high sporting reputation, especially for rugby as well as other sports mm. as well. And I would, I would mainly work and coach uh, teenage boys because that's the age group in the, in the secondary school, obviously. Mm-hmm. And what we notice is, it, 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 especially with the first-year and second-year boys, it, it, it's a challenge and it, it's incumbent on the school to provide a good mix of competitive sport for the boys that want to play competitively and participation sport for the boys that want to play and have fun. Okay, but so that's what, tricky what for you guys. It's tricky because, we're, look, we're a large school and we would field four rugby teams, but most of our competitors across Limerick um, would only field two. And they wouldn't have the facilities or the ability-wise, coach-wise, to, to be able to do both competitive and participation. Okay. So we then have, we, we have to travel further to play the Dublin schools and the Cork schools so we can get a mixture of both for our boys. So it's very important. It's very important for school cohesion and club cohesion and even interaction amongst the boys that you can as much as possible provide everybody with the standard of sport that suits their needs. But we have to be realistic, especially amongst uh, boys and girls when they get to a certain age. They realise they only have a certain amount of time if they want in in their life between school and home Homework, of course, and studying for exams. So at a certain time in their life, then yes, studying for exams, obviously. (laughs) But then at a certain certain time in their life, they kind of go, if I'm going to keep playing Sport X, well, then I want to excel at Sport X. And you, and you notice around 14, 15, some of them start dropping back in the number of sports they play to focus on what they're the best at. So it, it's a tough balancing act. It is. But as much as possible, schools, schools and clubs and groups, they should try and get as many children around the age 14, 13, 14, 15 to, to play and have fun. But, when, if, but those that want to excel, we need to, we need to provide those. We need to encourage them. And, and have the facilities there for them to be able to excel. Correct. But uh, I will say it is, it is a challenge. It is a challenge because a lot of volunteers, especially volunteers, coaches and parents get who get involved, a lot of them get involved because they may have aspirations for their child for greater for things to do well. And those type of coaches, and it's not criticising them, but it's just their mentality is we want to do the best we can. And they find it hard to work with children who just might just want to be there for a bit of fun. And Sometimes there are parents out there that just say, I'm sending my child to sport just so I don't have to deal with them when they come home after school so that they can, it's kind of like seen as an hour of babysitting by some parents. And while at the same time, then you've coaches that are there that want to excel or do the best. So it, it, it's not always easy to mix the expectations. Okay. Um, well, yeah. thanks thanks for that, uh, Eric. And, and good luck with all that you do there in the school in, in Limerick. I'll just read a text here. Uh, I've seen parents absolutely shouting their heads off at their kids and at referees on sidelines. It's absolutely insane how seriously they take it. The children are so wound up because of it. And that comes in uh, from Mark. That's something I, I've often thought, why would anybody want to become a referee? But that's for that's for another day. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.